This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com He's cooking over there for Glenn's birthday lunch. Oh, smells man. I want in on that. Good. Yeah, Me, it, he's too. He's cooking steak. Were they chicken? Chicken, shrimp. No, no. Shrimp, too. Is he also, at the same time, giving my birthday lunch? Because <laughs> remember, yesterday? He's, remember, remember yeah, when I called I'm him, the, sure that, Glenn called yeah. him the corporate chef on the air. Yeah. Right. Remember yes, that? I remember I, that's that. weird. I don't remember getting uh-huh. any. Uh, huh. huh. That's weird. Mm. I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure. It's, it's oh, coming, right? Yeah. It's just a yeah. little late. That's all. <laughs> that's <laughs> How was your birthday? You do anything last night? Uh, yeah, that's a uh, get a little uh, birthday dinner. Yeah? Um, Where? Red Any Robin. Kids? Red Robin. Oh, you gotta go Seriously? Red Robin. Yeah. I freaking love Red Robin. You went Robin. to Red Robin? I freaking love Red Robin. <laughs> Red Robin is unlimited fries, bro. <laughs> Seriously, I could go to Red Robin every day and not, it, wouldn't, it would be totally. It I really is your guy, favorite place, isn't it? I know a guy who goes to Red Robin for lunch every day. Really? He's tried everything on the menu, and now he just walks in, and the waitresses just bring him whatever the new thing on the menu is. They don't even ask. They just yeah. bring it to his table, and every day he goes there for lunch, at least during the week, Monday through Friday. That's amazing. That's a lot of, that's a lot that's of Red amazing. Robin. I don't even know if I could do that. But, you know, I weed the kids, and because um, uh, it's also Ainsley's right. my daughter's birthday, so uh, it's a good place for a uh, little uh, ice cream afterwards and mm. fries. And I just, oh, gosh, I ate so much. It was so good, though. I could eat those things every day. They're so They're just so good. Red Robin. Where's, where's the Red Robin? Thank you. Did we not Thank have? Do we not have a constitution we on do. the show? <clears throat> we do. It's called. We have a constitution, and it's called. <laughs> what about management? They violate it every day. What so. about management? It's yeah. called management. Isn't this your job, yes, Jeffy? Yes, it is. It's called management. Shouldn't you be managing the, comp- the 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 constitution of this program a little bit? Why would I? I don't know. It's to do with. Well, because it hasn't been done and... well, so we're just going to blame it on you. It's kind of what we I do think here. Uh, you know, you notice that? It's kind of the way it goes. So I like the fact that we okay. just spent the last break <laughs> of the radio show arguing about whether it's okay or not to talk about Jeffy's weight. Right. And literally the show starts and the first thing that happens is Jeffy mutters the word chicken on the air. <laughs> I'm talking about what he's making. <laughs> 
That's great. That's a good point. It's a good, good for you. That's a good point. Look at uh, Marco Rubio's face. I thought that uh, Trump looked weird. Marco Rubio was green last night. Uh, yeah, that was a weird. I don't think he actually is green. He's uh, not? No, I think that's, that one was more of a yeah, He a looks camera. quite <laughs> ill right there. I, I don't know if that's a Fox deal or uh, what happened there. Uh, but the other thing was, and, you know, Glenn obviously made fun of this mm -hmm. uh, on radio this morning. So if you're watching television, you probably saw uh, Trump. They just showed a close-up of him last night. Uh, wow. What was right? the, he? He literally did, I think. Fall asleep in a tanning bed with the, you know, with the little goggly glasses on there. Right. Uh, to protect his eyes or cucumbers or whatever he puts on his uh, eyes when he goes to tan. Because <laughs> he got burned like crazy except for the whites around, you know, and he's white here and then just bright red. And it's kind of embarrassing and nobody mentions it. Can we look for nobody a clip of him? Because he's on, obviously, TV 24 hours a day. What, what interviews did he do this morning? Surely he was on MSNBC because it's, it's his favorite yeah, but those, place to go. He probably is on the phone with them, so they just have a, uh, Maybe. a snapshot him. of him, right, up I on mean, screen. Ah, uh, oh, shoot, they just switched. Uh, but it, it's, it's amazing. Um, I would like to see if, if, if there was any picture of him this morning, if he looks the same way. Because Be it did cross my mind watching it that maybe he just has really blotchy skin, and when he gets hot... His skin turns or excited red or, or cold yeah, or yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. I, it could it's have possible. Been that does thing. happen to some people. So, triple eight seven two seven back. By the way, oh, this he won is last, last night. night. Uh, that, uh, see, that one doesn't really capture it as much. But you can see yeah. the white in the eyes a little bit. Yeah, um, that doesn't look as dramatic as well, it, that as could it be is post on camera. Some makeup too at the, if that's his acceptance. Speech, you know, his victory speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think it is. There's nobody around him. Uh, but he did win last night. He won handily, thirty-five percent of the vote. Kasich took uh, second. Polls pretty much nailed it uh, last night. I mean, they, the yeah, polls were generally right. They I mean, there's a bunching. There's a question about between second through fifth who is going to finish in what order. Some polls had Bush. One poll had Bush up. One poll had Kasich up. Um, Rubio was up earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, you know, it wound up being. I am happy with Cruz's performance, though. Oh, took, yeah. Third? Took third mm -hmm. in New Hampshire. That's, that's probably more than you could expect, especially with the beating he got from everybody. He had the media against him. He had every candidate against him. Mm -hmm. Trump was bashing him. Rubio was bashing him. Uh, everybody, Carson was bashing him. Carson was calling him a fraud, a fake, a phony. I, I, I mean, Carson pissed me off almost more than anybody else in this election cycle uh, because he knows complaint. better. Yeah. And it's a dumb a, complaint. It was a dumb thing. Yeah. He's the one responsible for it. CNN re reported what he said he was going to do. So Cruz's people sent out, hey, he's leaving, so you know you might want to vote for us. And that's supposed to be a terrible thing? Right. Shut I mean, up. Like last night is a good example. Chris Christie finished in sixth place and immediately said, we're going back to New Jersey. And uh, you know we're not dropping out, but we're going back to New Jersey. To make sure that you know uh, we're going to check out and think about what we're going to do, um, and so obviously, obviously he's dropping out. Everybody reported just like they did with Carson that oh, it looks like he's suspending this campaign. He's going to be he's going to be stepping off the campaign trail. He's mm -hmm. canceled his trip to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Blah 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 blah. Fill in the blank. And then today he came out and canceled and suspended his campaign. Just like it happens almost every other time. Almost ben Carson, uh, you know, I don't know if his people are just nuts. I don't know what the deal is with it's Carson because he's a yeah. good guy and he's a smart guy. And maybe he's one of those people. And this is. This I'm less is, in the good guy camp now. I mean, he's, he's yeah, gone yeah, beyond right. that for me now. Maybe you're right. Um, but 
a very common thing that happens with candidates that are, Herman Cain is a good example of this, um, uh, Ben Carson is a good example of this, a, a candidate that comes from outside of the normal political process. When you have these situations, a lot of times you convince yourself, well, normally a politician would do this, they'd listen to advisors, but I'm going to do what I do. You know mm -hmm. what, I, yeah, I'm going to go back and get some clothes and, and take a nap. So what? Everyone's going to tell me not to do it? Well, I'm not going to do it anyway. And it's like, well, sometimes they, don't, they tell you to do those things for a good reason. I mean, while you can get <laughs> overproduced uh, and over-handled um, uh, you know, uh, in these situations, you can also go the other way. Yeah. And right now it looks like he, Carson just kind of does whatever comes to the top of his head. And a lot of these things, like this, this whole thing with Cruz in, uh, in Iowa, it's just absurd. I mean, you know, he, mm -hmm. he made a, an erratic, irrational decision, tried to justify it multiple times. It never started mm -hmm. to make sense. And the only reason it got any push at all on Cruz is because Trump picked it up as an opportunist. And Trump doesn't believe it either. So, you know, poor Ben Carson, who finds himself in the media spotlight because Donald Trump has picked up his cause, finished last night with 2%. Finished ha with half of the votes that Carly Fiorina got. I mean, and it's good. over. And I say good. I mean, he deserves it. But Get still, it, it was a ridiculous uh, thing that they were tr attacking Cruz on. And, and now it's pretty uh, much passed. Well, here's uh, some of the things that uh, Donald Trump promised last night. In a nutshell, we're going to make great trade deals. We're going to rebuild our military. We're going to take care of our vets. We're going to have strong, incredible borders. And people are going to come into our country. But they're going to come into our country illegally. And we're going to cure cancer. And all puppies will be adorable, and people will begin to fly. Pigs will sprout wings, and monkeys will fly out people's butts. And all of these things will happen because I said they would. Right. And nobody challenges him on any of it. Nope. He doesn't have to have a single detail on how he's going to make people sprout wings and fly. He doesn't have to have a single detail on how puppies will all be adorable. He doesn't have any details on how monkeys are going to fly out of his butt. To be fair, most puppies are already adorable. It's not even a good That promise. is true. They're that already, is true. Already I mean, that's already pretty much fulfilled. <laughs> I will say this. It's like, you know, you look at, uh, and, and, and I. It's unbelievable. At this point, I think Cruz needs to do this as well. It's time. You know, it, it was already time, the whole time, to tell the truth about Donald Trump. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that, this, mm -hmm. but we've been doing it the whole time. We didn't, there wasn't a time where we were like, oh, well, maybe we won't do it for, I mean, with the exception of saying we're not mm -hmm. going to talk about him at all for a couple days, uh, we've been basically uh, hammering Donald Trump's record the entire time this has been going on. Why? So, because he sucks. Because he sucks, and he's a terrible candidate, and he deserves to be bashed for how liberal and progressive he is. Mm -hmm. um, and not to mention, you know, not particularly a good guy. Uh, but beyond that, uh, with candidates, I understand the calculus of saying, like, I don't want to stay out of his firing, uh, you know, sites. I'm just going to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and Cruz did that. Um, other candidates, you know, Rubio and Bush and Christie have all beat up on each other. Um, you know, Cruz, they've all gone after Cruz. Trump, you know, has been able to fire at candidates and rarely receive fire, with the exception of a few candidates early on who tried it and it didn't work out so and well. And Jeb. And Jeb. Jeb is basically... Jeb's the only one. He's been pretty consistent on that candidate-wise. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's time for Cruz and Rubio and these guys to take... You know, look... Yeah, it is. We, can make, we all... And I was chief among this belief that Donald Trump... That, that, that conservative voters couldn't possibly be this stupid. That was basically my belief. Um, and, you know, I think uh, Iowa proved that to be right. Um, New Hampshire, which is mm -hmm. the fifth most liberal state in the entire process, uh, went the other way. But at this point... Even if you believe that that's true, 
you're going to have to do something about it. You can't just stand by and wait for him to fall away. You know, there it does not seem to be, I mean, the Teflon president with Ronald Reagan was such a ridiculous thing with him. Uh, but here it's that times a thousand. Donald Trump can literally say anything because nobody takes him on. They will mm -hmm. take him on when he's the general election candidate. But it's time for these, for these candidates to step up and start hammering this record. So here's an unbelievable stat to tell you this, because we think everybody knows Donald Trump is a liberal. Everybody knows he's a progressive. They're making an excuse. So they're saying, well, well, he's changed or I don't care, whatever. People, they all know that. Do they, though? The number uh, one or two search last night in New Hampshire on Google about Jeb Bush. Do you know what it was? On Jeb? On Jeb Bush. No. The, in, in New Hampshire, a state that's had thousands of political ads every day yeah. for a year. In New Hampshire, the number one or two search on Google for Jeb Bush was, is Jeb Bush related to George Bush? Oh, gosh. Wow, they, they don't so much as know that? They don't even know that. Oh. So it, we're talking about, oh, well, eminent domain. <laughs> He's wrong on that. Related to George Bush? The most basic thing about the campaign. I mean, really, probably the most, with the maybe possible exception of Donald Trump had a reality show. The most commonly known thing about it, uh, about, the, uh, about these guys, and it was still being searched last night, in New Hampshire. So if that's the case of where these guys, these voters are, maybe they do care about these things if they knew them. But the media is not telling you about them. The media is not f focusing on the flip-flops and saying how progressive he was and everything else because they want Donald Trump to win so they can destroy him in the general election. Uh, you know, maybe these candidates should be bringing these things up a little bit more often. Maybe they should be coming to the table. Maybe Marco Rubio mm -hmm. needs to take some shots instead of Ted Cruz uh, and, and even Jeb Bush or Chris Christie. How about the lead candidate? Go after freaking Donald Trump. Yeah. Ted Cruz. Say, yeah. I love Ted Cruz. And, and I, oh, I would, uh, you know, when, when it comes around, if he's still in the race, which I assume mm -hmm. he uh, definitely will be, I will be voting for him in Texas. But uh, you know what? It's time to step up and just take this guy it on it, and talk about his policies. His, his problem is he has said he will not. He will not, you know, uh, won't, I don't need anything go personal. negative on any of But you don't have to. Just yeah. talk about his record. Yep. Talk about his stances. Talk about his flip-flops. Talk about the fact that he's still liberal on many of these policies. It, and not just eminent domain. You, first of all, for the love of having somebody explain eminent domain to this freaking Donald Trump guy, you don't have to. Every hospital and road has not been built with eminent domain. In mm. fact, the vast majority have not been. I mean, you can put them somewhere else. You don't always have to build them in a, in a residential subdivision. Right. You don't have to do that. Uh, and every once in a while, it becomes necessary. When they decided that they wanted to widen I-10 in Houston, uh, from Houston all the way out through Katy and, and the west side, and it was about a 20-some-mile project. Uh, there were businesses all along there because there's a, a feeder road that leads to the freeway. The feeder road is actually part of the freeway in much of Texas, uh, if you're not familiar with our freeway system. So on the feeder road, you've got all these businesses. And, and it's great because you get right off the freeway. You're on a feeder road. You can go into the business. The businesses love it because there's a lot of traffic through there. But they're not exactly, you know, on the freeway. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of those businesses, because they were widening the freeway from whatever it was, 12 lanes to 24 lanes in some places, they had to take a lot of those businesses. And so they went to those businesses for years and offered them money. And uh, some of them refused. 
And so they had to up the offer. And so some of them held out, some of them didn't, but they did have to do eminent domain on that. So they, at the very end, to, to finish the project, there were 600 businesses that still had to go. And I think they, you know, they, they made them offers. They made them all uh, incredible, amazing, tremendous offers, mm -hmm. wonderful offers. Uh, and some of them took it, some of them didn't. The ones who didn't had to be eminent domained out of there. That's a little bit different than driving through somebody's uh, uh, house and putting up a, you know, you're just going to bulldoze their house and you're going to put up a limousine parking lot. That's a lot different because it's the, you know, it's a public thoroughfare. Yeah. You're making well, it better for everybody. Um, and sometimes the, it's necessary, but it's rarely necessary. A, it's rarely necessary. Uh, B, that is the constitutional use of eminent domain for yeah. something that is. But to me, to me, honestly, I would support a constitutional amendment that would get rid of that. Because, I mean, me look, put if you can't build else. a damn road, uh, you got to find another place to put the damn road. Right. I, I don't know what to tell you. That's Swerve right. it. it, it's, it it's, not, it's not a ruler. It's a, you can make it go wherever you want it to go. If you got a pipeline, it's going to cost you an extra $100 million to move it. Well, you're going to have to figure mm -hmm. that out. You know, with the exception of maybe military bases or something that had a strategic location, something like that, I could see it as potentially uh, useful. But, I mean, you know, so I'm probably even further than the Constitution. I don't want, I don't want it basically ever. Um, it, you know, if you – there might be an exception to that. You know, military base is the type of thing that I could see as being a potential exception to that. Although we um, kind of have the military bases already in place. Right. I, as a rule. I, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, you know, again, I'm thinking from constitutional times. Like, yeah. if there's a place that's an important uh, port or an important, you know. Strategically I, you know, again, for our defense. Yes. There could be something. I, mm -hmm. I'm not saying there's nothing. But, I mean, it's to me, mm -hmm. it would have to be the most extreme of extreme of extreme. And when it comes down to a pipeline or a, a, a road, look, you're going to have to find a way. If they're not going to sell, figure it out. You're going to have to figure mm -hmm. something out. I, I, you know, sorry about that. A feeder road, you know, if they don't want to move, well, you're going to have to figure something out. You're going to have to move that road somewhere else. And I know it's going to screw up your plans, and I know it's a pain in the ass, and maybe the whole thing and doesn't even happen. it costs more money. And maybe, yeah, maybe. And maybe it doesn't happen at all. Whatever. Maybe it blocks it. But that's, uh, that's, that's part of the, the deal. But Donald Trump doesn't want that. He's not talking about that. No. And he tries to mesh those two, epi uh, those sure two issues to try to fool people. What he wants is, when I see an ugly building, when I see a building that's in the way of something that I want to build, I should be able to tear it down because my thing is and better than their thing. every building that's in the way of his self-interest is an ugly building. Right. I mean... The Vera Coking house that she bought with her husband in 1961 or 62 um, was a fine-looking house. There was nothing wrong with it. He disparaged it over and over and mm -hmm. over. People coming to the casino on the boardwalk have to look at that. There's nothing wrong with her house. And even if there were, it's her house. Don't look at it if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. But that was his excuse to knock it down. Now, he wasn't successful in trying to do that, fortunately, uh, for Vera Koking. Um, but she successfully fought off two eminent domain attempts, one from Bob Guccione and the other from Donald Trump and the Casino Authority. And she was able to fight them off and win both of mm -hmm. them. So the Constitution's pretty clear that when it's for the public domain, when it's for public use, and you must have a road or you must have a hospital or whatever, that's different than, all right, I want to put a casino here or I want to increase the tax base. That doesn't work. And until uh, the, uh, uh, was it Keno? 
the the Connecticut kilo, kilo. Mm -hmm. the kilo. Mm -hmm. um, until the kilo decision, mm -hmm. that's really how the courts ruled. So uh, I, I I don't know. This eminent domain thing is ridiculous. And that was one, by the way, in Iowa that tested most damaging as one of the most damaging attacks to um, uh, to Donald Trump. And it's funny because that's not an issue that look. Eminent domain, what happened with that after the Kelo ruling is that over 40 states passed either laws or constitutional amendments to prevent it from happening again. That's how bad it was. Yeah, um, so really bad. So that problem was largely removed um, from, from most states, at least. And... Um, the other issue is it's not going to ha it's not necessarily going to affect you. It's not like, you know, a tax policy that's, you know, going to affect every single person that pays taxes. This is, you know, it's a minor thing, but it's such an egregious example of using government power for your own personal gain. Yeah. The exact type of thing that we all say that we don't want. Glenn wrote the, read that list of polls yesterday. It was like 80% want the end of crony capitalism. 80% want this. And it's like every one of the things he talked about were things that defined the character of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. He is literally the example of all of them. He's yeah. done all of them very recently, and I'm sure is doing them today. People will talk about, well, what about these endorsements he's getting? They don't seem to make any sense. And everyone wonders, well, how is that happening? Well, maybe he's making donations. Maybe he's buying people off. Mm -hmm. He's still doing it right now, still doing the same nonsense that he's been, uh, you know, doing his whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the same guy. He hasn't changed at all. There's no reason to believe he's changed his policy set other than the fact that he spouts out a couple of talking points. And then when you get specific with him, he starts saying things like, well, we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. There's the headline. Repeal and replace Obamacare. Replace it with what, Donald? Oh, well, we need a government system that's going to pay for everyone who doesn't have health insurance. So you're going to do what? something worse even? You're going to do something that Obamacare? goes further than Obamacare? Yeah. That's was... what you wanted to replace it with? Yes. He, he's able to fool people amazing, with, man. I don't like this brand name of Obama. It's amazing. But I want the same policy times 10. I mean, I, He's I, almost talking to Bernie, Bernie Sanders like uh, health care. There was just an article I was just reading about, um, I want to say Ben Shapiro, I think, wrote it. Um, and I was just kind of getting into it uh, in, the, in the break between the shows. But it was exactly that. Listen to these two guys. Listen to Sanders and Trump next to each other. They're saying the same exact things, same exact things about the bank, yeah. same about things about donations, right. same exact things about, uh, you know, uh, big business, same thing. He's the same guy. And the hypocrisy of him saying the same thing about the bank is amazing. Yes. Uh, well, look, uh, in addition to freedom, we all want clean, great tasting water, right? But uh, what's really the best way to get it? Um, my uh, favorite way to get it is to get it in the, uh, from Flint, Michigan, shipped in. Yeah, that's probably not a um, good it's idea. It's really tasty. It's got this little metallic like a, sort of... Mm, like uh, a heavy sort of taste? Yeah, it's a little heavy. Mm -hmm. A little heavy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's actually not a funny situation, as you know. The Flint, Michigan situation is devastating for the people. It was very gently very done. Su Thank very you. subtle, Jeffy. Thank you, Jeffy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this, uh, this right here, the Alexapure, um, pro... Oh, Jeffy. Right <laughs> he falls over the monitors. Nice job. And walks across the camera shot. Not a problem. Okay. Okay, the Alexa Pure. Uh, we've been talking so about it for a while. Whichever, whatever you're talking about there, go ahead. Thank you. The Alexa Pure Pro uh, water mm. filtration system is right here. And this this, this uh, handsome unit, uh, you, you have uh, water from Flint, Michigan that has lead in it. Uh, well, the people with Alexa Pures don't have to deal with that because they mm. put it through the system. And it takes out 99.999% of uh, contaminants uh, for just pennies per gallon. And one of the things I really like about this, Pat, is... 
it doesn't have to, you don't have to be in Flint, Michigan to get a lot of use out of it. This right. is one of those things, you know, sometimes you, when you're looking for stuff to prepare, it's stuff you know you need, but it's just going to sit in a closet until you need it. This is something you can use every single day. Yeah, and you don't have to, you know, load up at the supermarket with all kinds of bottled water. Case after case after case of bottled water. This is much, much cheaper in the long run. So visit blazewater.com or call them today at 888-895-7746. Order your Alexa Pure Pro and it ships right to your door, of course, for free. There's no shipping fee. So the most effective way, uh, it's way more effective than the most common filters at just a fraction of the long-term cost. Go to blazewater.com or call 888-895-7746. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. We spent uh, some time in San Francisco, as you know. Uh, we were up there for the Super Bowl, did some coverage and such. Mm -hmm. um, uh, did you notice the bag tax, though? The bag? Yes, yes. I did. Yes. Yeah, yes, you got I did. with the bag Ten tax cents. at the yeah, CVS. I, Ten see, cents a bag. I thought I was confused because we, we went to a Super Bowl shop. And, oh, right. Uh, How much did you have to pay for the bag? Right. Right. And I, I bought something for my wife. And so I'm at the checkout thing. And she's like, she shows me this bag and it had Super Bowl written on it or something. She's like, you want to pay uh, 15 cents extra for the bag? Like, no, I'll, no. Thinking that instead she'd put it in a regular bag without uh, a Super no. Bowl logo on right. it. No, it was just the bag that was 15 extra cents. Uh, so she hands me the <laughs> the clothing item that I just bought and the receipt and just gives it to me yeah. without a bag. I'm like, well, wait, what? <laughs> there was too much of a line, so I just left with it in my hand. Yeah, I mean, every time you go to, you know, Burger King or uh, Subway, they ask you, like, do you want 10 cents for the bag? And after a while, you're just like, wait, wait, 10. What? What? And it's like they are legitimately so like That's if you unreal. carry out your subway sandwich in, you know, just carrying it out, it costs nothing. But if they put it in a bag, it's an extra 10 cents. And the one at the airport was 25 cents. You know, 25 cents for a bag because it was, I guess, a larger bag. How freaking bizarre is that? that Come is. on. It's so stupid. And it's like, did it Jeez. stop me? I mean, it, it, it's such a it's such a this is, of course, why government loves these policies. Right. Because you have a choice. Either. Mm. You, they get to control your life, and you don't get to carry a bag, and you're walking around like this all mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Or you're giving them money. Right. 
And like, well, I, you bring your own bag all the time, right? Carry your own stupid bag around all the damn time. Yeah, again, they're controlling your life, right? right? I mean, like, I, I don't want to carry a bag. If I wanted to carry a bag around, I'd carry a bag around. Mm-hmm. I don't want to carry a bag around. Mm-hmm. I want to free. And it's like, you know, it's more than just carrying stuff. Like, sometimes you get like a sandwich or something. Oh, and it's like stuff leaks out. You want it to stay in the bag and not on your clothing or on your hands. Like there's mm-hmm. a reason why. Like bags are nice. They're a nice little thing we've developed. And the oh, ten cents per bag. Screw off. That's environmental. Oh, environmental it. impact fee. I kind of like. Part of me was like, I don't. I just want to take ten bags. It's and just throw them all away right in front of them. It's but then asinine. I'm like, then I just gave a dollar to the government. That's just yeah. stupid. Right. Dumb. Right. The whole thing's stupid. <laughs> Hate it. Oh. And there's going to be more of this if Bernie Sanders is elected. This guy has declared a political revolution. Uh, he humiliated Hillary in New Hampshire, of course, winning sixty to sixty to thirty-eight. So he won by twenty-two points last night. That was with 92% of the vote counted. This system's so screwed up, though. Yeah. I mean, as I talked about on the radio show, they have it here 60% to 38%, but the delegates were 13 to 9. Now, just there is screwy. Yeah. Like, if you win 60 to 38, it shouldn't be 13 to 9. It just doesn't feel right. But then when you get beyond that, you find out with the superdelegates, Hillary actually won. She actually won 15 to 13 in delegates in that state. Doesn't make any sense at all. No, it's really stupid. Now, superdelegates can change. Um, but they can also commit to a candidate in advance. Um, they can always change their mind, I guess. But still, it's it's really ridiculous. And the overall count is something like 360 to 40 Hillary leads when you include so, uh, superdelegates because they can all commit before any That's election. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That happened. There was only been Iowa and New Hampshire. They can all in future states can all commit beforehand. So oh, you're all, kidding. Yeah. Because they're superdelegates. They're superdelegates. And what wow. they are are essentially party insiders. They get to make up their minds. It's like wow. to give the party an advantage over the voters. Now, in theory, if Bernie Sanders started winning state after state after state after state, so they'd probably change switch. Their mind, right? But if it was close, it's a big deal. Hmm. Uh, and it could easily happen. Yeah. Uh, so also, the, uh, the thing missing from the uh, Hillary rally, apparently, according to a CNN reporter, were television sets. I, I guess the beating was so bad. They didn't turn on any TVs or even bring them into the room really? so that nobody could wow. see how bad the bloodbath was. And then she gave this, you know, I guess it was a decent speech. Uh, oh, the part I heard was really bad. Was it? Yeah, she's like, oh, was it? Ah, everyone's going, Hillary, Hillary. And she goes, oh, wow. Imagine what would have happened if we had won. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's Hillary, not good. is that you? It sounded just like her. That's not good. <laughs> she is not good. Oh, man. Not good. Uh, GOP shattered a turnout record last night um, in the New Hampshire primary. And still, uh, even with all the liberal voters showing up in New Hampshire, Ted Cruz finished third. I, I, pretty I, amazing. That's just an amazing showing last night. Not getting that Marco Rubio attention, though. No, he's no. no. Yeah, I was just going to say, and they slobbered all over Marco Rubio in Iowa for finishing third. He was predicted to finish third. He finished third. So. Now, Cruz was predicted fifth. Cruz, when they were saying third. fifth, yeah. and he finished third. So that is a big deal. Yeah. But they're not making a big deal out of it. Uh, it is amazing, by the way, that John Kasich is able to come in second. Now I, I can't believe it. It's not abnormal I it. uh, for for New Hampshire. They put John Huntsman Jr. second. Oh, that's right. And that's and right. by the way, John Hunt, Huntsman Jr., who came in with sixteen point nine percent ahead of what Kasich got, dropped out the next day. 
Uh, but for uh, apparently for wow. uh, Kasich, this is a big win. Well, he's been working it hard too. I mean, he's worked that state. Yeah, he has. Hard. You're right. He practically he lived there. And yeah. he's he's really bad. A really bad really candidate, bad. And, and but he's a guy who's running as a moderate, and you know he's the only guy who's admittedly running as a moderate. Everyone else is, you know, obviously there's plenty of moderates in the race, but they're all denying it. Um, <laughs> you know, where John Kasich is like, yeah, you know what, I'm I'm really moderate, and I'm gonna basically run as a Democrat. Can we look at this list real quick? Uh, there were 48 candidates apparently uh, who were yeah. on the ballot. Uh, uh, you'll notice who's not on the list because they have not scrolled down far enough. Yeah. You can watch. Twenty-two you votes. Can watch yourself. Twenty-two votes right below Andy Martin, you whoever that your, is. You watch yourself right here. Where is you he? You don't need oh, to bring that up. Just, cut off. just pay attention to the top part. <laughs> can you scroll down at all? Yeah, or no? There's no Gilmentum there. Yeah, Gilmentum. Uh, is... I will tell you that it goes: Donald Trump, John Kasich, Ted Cruz, Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio, Chris Christie, Carly Fiorina, Ben Carson, still finally down there at what eight? And I, what, Rand Paul, who's not even in the race. Yeah. Can we stop real quick before we go on because of the rest of these ridiculous names? In that, look how screwed Carly Fiorina is getting. Yeah. She got screwed in Iowa because she actually beat Chris Christie and then right. couldn't get on the debate stage. Now, she, without being on the debate stage, beats another guy on the debate stage, mm -hmm. Ben Carson. Mm -hmm. And here she is. I mean, she's going to be disqualified from the next debate probably, too. I mean, that really Crazy. is unfair That's to her. And again, like, I, you know, she probably at this point, she should just drop out. But she has she's really has been screwed here a little bit. So after Rand Paul, who's not in the race anymore, total write ins mm -hmm. is next, followed by Mike Huckabee, not in it. Rick Santorum, not in it. Richard Witts, I don't know who that is. Andy Martin at .06% of the vote. And then the next guy is Gil Jim Mantum. Gilmore. Gil Crestmoreland. Uh, now, you, Jeffy, you so that's endorsed what, 43rd place, and uh, Jeffy just endorsed for, Well, first of all, that's not 43rd place. Do you know okay. what place it is? 43rd place. Okay, tell me what place it's it not actually is. You, we don't keep track of that kind of thing. We don't need to keep track of that. Mm -hmm. You um, <laughs> endorsed him today. I did. It was a big, big moment. A, the, big moment. The second endorsement in the history of the show. Wow. So his first one was Glenn Beck versus Ted Cruz. On and on and on about Ted Cruz. Okay, I got it. And then, yeah, but what about Jim Gilmore? Yeah, what about Jim Gilmore? <laughs> uh, so you have endorsed Gilmore. Do you think he can increase the 130 votes? We he absolutely got? will increase that in South Carolina. I'll be there uh, campaigning for him this weekend. You'll be there. Effect. You'll be in South Carolina. I'll be there Carolina in South Carolina campaigning for him. Uh, you know, right here in Texas. I'll be there for him. So you're not going to be gonna, there, but you're going to be no, there. I'm going to be campaigning for him in South Carolina. Right. So here you're in Texas. virtually going to be campaigning. You know what? Yes. All right. Well, it's I think that's going to mean a lot. Interesting strategy. So <laughs> it's more than Gilmore's doing. He's not even virtually <laughs> campaigning for yeah, himself. Well, he did there. have a little. He did have a little gathering last night in New Hampshire. He, he was in New Hampshire. Yes, he was in New Hampshire. Um, because he, someone asked was, him, uh, "Are you going to continue his campaign?" And he's like, "Yes, we are. Yes, they are going for it." So yeah. now they moved really? up to eighth place. They had uh, <laughs> because uh, they had a gathering at a local restaurant in New Hampshire. And how many, Jim, how many people showed Jim up? Jim and uh, how many people were there? How many? Ten other people were there. Ten were there. Ten so just about everybody who voted for him was God, there. Imagine if Jeffy had endorsed uh, earlier. It could have been I know. Eight. I know. I'm, I'm, or I'm six. sorry, Jim. I'm sorry. Or six or five. I apologize. You will, I will say that there's a possibility. A possibility. I'm just going to throw it out there. That if Gilmore is to win the nomination, that Jeffy's the VP. You're definitely of age. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, oh, I'll just say you have the experience, life experience. But that's wait, necessary. is there a maximum age for, for vice president? <laughs> 
<laughs> Hold on, I'm thinking of Joe Biden. No, there's not. Okay. Uh, there's All right. not. All right, more Pat and Stu coming up in a second. I mean, I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah. I would accept that job. You would? I mean, that's a good you're thing. the only How person stepping up. How many times have you heard the vice president's job? That's a job. They don't have to do anything. Okay. I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, let's see. Your winner last night in the New Hampshire race, Donald J. Trump. Mm. Uh, Donald Trump, you Sorry. might recognize as the man who did The Art of the Deal back in, what, 1986, I believe the book came out, mm -hmm. and now the movie. Uh, well, the movie came out originally in, uh, in 86 or 88, somewhere in that area, and then it was preempted by Monday Night Football, apparently. Uh, Funny or Die explains the whole thing in this trailer, I think. Coming up on TV's Monday Night Movie, power, money, real estate, beautiful women, cat-eating aliens, high-quality brass. The only thing with more brass is my balls. In Donald <laughs> Trump's made-for-TV movie, The Art of the Deal, the movie. Based on his best-selling book, The Art of the Deal, New Kid on the Block makes New York City his playground and the Big Apple skyline his toys. In the office, he was at his best, but by night, he was at his worst. If Donald Trump broke deals like he broke hearts, he'd be out of business. Witness The Art of Money. I want you to slather every square inch of Trump Tower in brass. The Art of Persuasion. I would hate to see your mother have an accent. <laughs> the Art of Struggle. The art of love. Can somebody remove Ivana from the set because she's killing me. The art of art. I love your language. Thank you. The art of the deal. That is what you call the art of the deal. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain. Except where tonight's football game is being broadcast. <laughs> Douche Hall of Fame. Uh, so, yeah, their, their claim is that it was then preempted by Monday Night Football. And now... It's resurfaced. <laughs> and uh, so this is a 50-minute movie that uh, Funny or Die did. Uh, Ron Howard and Johnny Depp obviously plays uh, I, Donald Trump. It's not obvious to me. I mean, he, I, you said John, Johnny Depp was playing Donald Trump. Oh, you don't recognize Trump. him? I don't even see it there. Like, I can That's hear great. it in his voice a little bit, but yeah. I, I mean, they really did a good job yeah. with the makeup and such to make it not look like Depp. I mean, it, you could tell it's not Trump, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, they did a pretty good job. And his impression, it's not great, no, but it's, it's not, not terrible. But it's not, yeah. You can I've tell what he's worse. doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things about impressions is just trying to get, like, Close enough so you can tell who you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you don't necessarily have to yeah. do it right. Like, I mean, someone like, uh, what's his face? The guy who did uh, Madden. He's been on the show a bunch of times. Uh, you know him from Frank Caliendo. Frank Caliendo. Like, he, he actually, like, you listen to him, and a lot of them actually are, like, legitimate impressions. Yeah. Um, where, you know, most people, you get it close. You get it in the vicinity. Yes. You know? You're doing at uh, least a caricature of the guy. Exactly. And that's kind of where he is on that. But still, yeah. uh, still. I love the old-aged, like, uh, Feel Film. of the video, and yeah. like it looks like it was made in the eighties <laughs> yeah. and stuff. It's uh, they did a good job with that. Yeah, it looks. I'm I'm anxious to see the full fifty minute version of it because we watched a few minutes of it. It wasn't exactly drop dead funny. For no, the first but time it was. Minute. But it was. It's just like this. It was amusing. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll see. Parts of it might be drop dead. Funny. Yes, I'm I don't sure. know. Fifty minutes though is a, is a lot to commit. Yeah. Wow. So I'm a little. I mean, they have, that must have. Uh, 
I think devoted time and effort to that, if you're nothing else. Through, and you read that, that, you're not going to sit through 50 minutes? I, I probably I don't the, the first five, we watched maybe two or three minutes, and yeah. it was one or, one or two really were funny good, scenes. Was and that, then, were, were you good for another 10 after that? Maybe 10. I'd say about 10. Because that's usually what, it, you know, you, we joke around about, I've seen parts of different stuff, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I, I give it, you know, I'm about 12, about 12 or 13 in. Yeah. If, if you're I'm not, not hooked, I'm gone. See, that's what's amazing about you. Like, when I sit down to watch a television show, I'm making a big decision. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to actually put the time in and watch it. Like, Jeffy mm-hmm. yeah. is, has so many shows to watch. Mm-hmm. He's got to move off and get to the next one. Got to get going. It's, you know, know. So if, if you don't catch Jeffy early, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so for filmmakers, uh, just keep that in mind. Yeah. If you want Jeffy if you to want watch Jeffy, it. you got to make it good right at the beginning. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure that I'm sure that has inspired them to do something really quality now. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, uh, also, uh, there is uh, some really racist racism going on. Oh, no. the video titled uh, Structural Discrimination, the Unequal Opportunity Race. Thank you. Covers uh, issues like rac- racial profiling, manifest destiny, and the school-to-prison pipeline, which how many times have we talked about the school-to-prison pipeline? Basically, oh. if you don't know what the school-to-prison pop, uh, pipeline is, Pat, just explain it briefly. Well, you go to school and directly to prison after that. It's, it's, a, not really it's a pi- like a pipeline. It's, just, it's We just feed you, you right escape. to the prison system. You can't, you can't escape, escape prison because you're leaving. Because right. the exit door from the school is actually a pipeline mm-hmm. to prison. Which is interesting because right. I thought you had to commit a crime no. to go to prison, but that's not no. true. Not in this case. Uh, here's a look at uh, Unequal Opportunity Race Part 1. This is just one part of it. Structural discrimination. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Two whiteies and uh, people of color. Two people of color. Oh, the people of color get a stop sign. Oh, so you know this is true. Slavery, uh, broken promises, genocide, manifest destiny, trail of tears, all kinds of things in their way. And now, well, nope, they've been laughed already. The whiteies are running, running like crazy. Getting old. Wow, this is bizarre. Passes it off to another whitey, a younger whitey. All the money. He's running with the money. He's got it all. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Watch him pass it off to another whitey. Yep. And he runs. Okay. And now they've lapped the, the minorities again. Wealth disparities. They clear up to 1964. Finally, they get to go. And so Holy and cow. The only thing that freed them, of course, was the law. The law. It was the government that did it for them. <laughs> Everything else, there was no progress. Even though no all progress. of the, there's tons of sides of progress before 1964. But it was well, let's see. Six hundred thousand people died to eliminate slavery. Is that what now? Would you say that's a, an advantage? Um, was that was that a uh, was mm. that something that advanced the cause of African Americans? I would way? say so, but apparently I'm wrong on that. Okay, because they didn't apparently even get to I'm start. Wrong. No, until that's right. That's right. Here's a part two to tell you what's going on. In this still going on. Oh, now it's raining and blizzarding r- discrimination right on the minority people mm-hmm. while the whiteies continue to run around this track. Uh, rocks in their way. Holy crap. Poor yeah. schooling. Right? They're tripping over the poor schooling. They got up. They've Now they've fallen in a hole that was 
for some reason uh, on the track. Underemployment. <laughs> now the other minority helps one of the minorities out. And there's sharks in their way. Standardized tests. <laughs> Wait, standardized tests are yep. sharks? Yeah. Wow, that's brutal. Yep. Oh, and there's jail. Uh, ran right into jail. Um, they didn't do anything wrong. The jail just landed on them. No. Holy crap. And it's taking them away. School to prison pipeline. There it is. There's the school to prison pipeline. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Rest area. Okay, she gets to rest now. Um, oh boy, housing segregation. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Shuts them out of the beautiful neighborhood. I don't know how the neighborhood got on the track in the first place, but right. somehow I mean, it did. Uh, this is just some borderline advice, but maybe next time go into the other lane where the white people are running. And no. then you'd be go around the gates for the it's first the rules. 100 years. It's against and then, the rules. You can't go in the white lane. And then you just go around the sharks. Not the if white you're people a colored are. person. Uh, you'll probably see more. Here's uh, part three. Oh, good. Because there's more. Oh, gosh. Here's a white kid asking for a drug test. Well, did she do drugs? Racial profiling. Probably not. They're just profiling. Now there's a brick wall in her way. And that's the dead end of dead ends. Shortened lifespan. Because that's white people's fault, too? Yeah. The shortened lifespan? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. building the connections now the special white privilege where he's actually taken along the track it's like a you know one of those walkways that you see in an airport now notice how they even pass the white women on that one yeah yeah and he's just drinking things that came from yale and he wins there you go of course yale would be the one place that would actually agree with this analysis yeah they get uh, destroyed in this as well. Uh, Affirmative action helps level the playing field, doesn't it, though? Well, I will say Donald Trump agrees to that. He uh, supports affirmative action. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, that is one of the worst videos I've ever seen. Yeah, that's really bad. Uh, really bad. And, and just like, there's always this accusation, and we got to take a break because we're running late, but it's, it's this accusation of, like, the school-to-prison pipeline thing, basically. What the hell is the, that? Like, it's, it's the idea that African-Americans are... Uh, affected by these policies, and and they go to prison more often than white people. And They're there's always good. this like inherent situ like like suggestion that that's all about race. Yeah. And it's like, well, there might be something. Are you saying going on? Yeah. Are you saying that the police officers are falsely accusing them? Are you saying that these things should be legal because African Americans can't help themselves to indulge in them? Right. Well, what are, what exactly are you saying there? Yeah. It's such a weird thing. All right, we'll be back with Mark Sutton. Cartoon really helped me understand. Yeah. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Back Pants too. Uh, James Clapper, who is still the director of national intelligence. I Somehow. mean, I I don't get it, but he told Congress during an open hearing. Despite an intelligence budget in the billions, uh, his office is uncertain about Iran's nuclear intentions. He said, I'm quoting, we do not know whether Iran will eventually decide to build nuclear weapons, unquote. Uh, but if they choose to, it maintains the ability to build missile deliverable 
nuclear weapons. So we don't know. That's hmm. pretty powerful from James Clapper, who is the director of national intelligence. Aren't they, isn't it their job to know this stuff? Yep. How could they not know that? He followed up with uh, spoons <laughs> and 18. One of the two things he said afterwards. Is this your, like your brother, Jeffy? <laughs> Director Clapper. You're uh, 18. <laughs> really, that's worse than you. Yeah. At least you're not director of U.S. national intelligence. Yeah. But some would say that he perhaps <laughs> that's an knows. Yeah. <laughs> that really is. I would say the one thing he definitely is not is the director of intelligence. <laughs> Pretty safe. Pretty safe to say. It's uh, just coming out on how much uh, the, these campaigns, uh, the people running for president, have spent on Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, Hillary Clinton mm -hmm. has spent the most on Dunkin' Donuts. Over $1,800 on Dunkin' Donuts. Can you believe that? That's a lot. One, one trip for me. Yeah. Those freaking, those freaking, you know what I love at Dunkin' Donuts? Those damn hash browns. They're super really? greasy, but really good. Yeah, I guess so. I oh, like greasy, greasy hash browns are delicious. I think so too. Yeah, they're very good. I love it. Um, and I like the they have lots of varieties for like egg and cheese sandwiches, and of course, donuts. yes, they do. Mm -hmm. um, as well, I'm not a coffee person. Uh, New Year's Me party. neither. Do you drink coffee? Yeah, Jeffy? yeah. Jeffy likes the coffee. I'll, uh, you know, they have uh, the crazy hot chocolate flavors that yeah, I'll indulge do. in every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have all sorts of stuff at that place. It's a good. It's turned into like, it's not just coffee and donuts. Anymore. No, it is not. They've it's got their place and the. Well, it could be their new slogan. Uh, they uh, they actually, and they take the time to uh, toast your bagel uh, the way you like it as well. I prefer my bagel a little bit more toasted. And some of the other yeah. places will do it, mm -hmm. but they really frown upon it because you're slowing down their, mm. their whole process. Mm -hmm. And they oh, we'll, we'll run it through again. Uh, yeah. Yes, you <laughs> I, will. I know. <laughs> I know. See? Uh, number two in Dunkin' Donuts spending, Jeb Bush. Uh, and he was followed... Uh, by Bernie Sanders, then Marco Rubio, Ben Carson, uh, Chris Christie, who's now out of the race, and Ted Cruz, who doesn't spend that much in Dunkin' Donuts. Apparently, he's more of a Starbucks kind of guy. But um, Chris Christie has left the race now and nice. has suspended his campaign. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty well done. Uh, there's yeah. only, uh, it leaves eight, right? Uh, yeah, and, eight total, and that also means that Jim Gilmore has risen from seventeenth. Move up one more, baby. Moving on up. Move him up one more guy, to the upper echelon. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win. Well, nobody's what, moved up here's as much the thing. as he has. No guy one. starts off seventeenth place, gets up to eighth place. Yeah, he, candidates keep dropping out. Eventually, let's mm -hmm. say you know uh, Marco Rubio winds up winning, right? Right. So it's Marco Rubio, and everyone else drops out, and all of a sudden it's just Rubio 
and Gilmentum, right? Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden uh, some sort of scandal happens. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe he doesn't get to the full amount of delegates. Broker mm -hmm. convention. Who are you voting for in a broker convention? You're going Gilmore. Gilmore. You're going Gilmore because of the Gilmentum at that point. Freaking Gilmore. At that point, how are you going to deny it? He's gone from 17th to 2nd. Yeah. And at that point, we were going to say, oh, my God, we got to get this guy in office. Right. He's obviously doing something amazing. Well, what if we find out that Marco Rubio, let's say it's, it's Rubio and Gil, Gilmore at the end. Mm -hmm. What if we find out that Rubio has another 30-second speech that's been memorized? Oh, my gosh. And he's used that one well, this, as well. The second one more is than the penalty once. is death, right? Yes. Okay. He'd have to be killed at that point. <laughs> and then we need Execution is the and then, and then Gilmore's <laughs> the only one in the race. Right. Right. This so, is how it happens. I mean, I'm happens. not saying there's more than an 80% chance that happens, but oh, it's I am. I'm saying it's about 90, 95. Wow. See, yeah. I'm not that aggressive. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, all right. Uh, higher learning in this country is, it's awesome. You know that there's, I mean, the educational process, as we just saw last hour with the, uh, with the video on discrimination and we found out that uh the people of color have absolutely no chance to make it here mm -hmm. that's why uh barack obama's only ascended to the presidency <laughs> i mean he had no chance he's not even king to of the succeed world. in life he's not even king of the world he's yet. not king of the world yet uh and he's only made millions of dollars <laughs> I mean, it's pathetic a black person has no chance no in chance this country mm -hmm. none whatsoever ask kanye Ask Kanye. Thank right. you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Right. You know who else knows? Oprah. Oprah. Oprah never knows. made a never made a dollar. She never. was uh, she was um, um, in that terrible um, documentary about slavery. Right. Um, right. A color purple, I think it was. Right. Yeah. You know who else uh, knows? What, though, yeah. And the horrors. I to bring it up, but Will Smith. Uh -huh. Will Smith knows Hollywood. Just what it's like. well, they wouldn't even let him. Succeeded. Yeah, here's a guy who discovers a brand new uh, a brain disease, and no one will even listen to the guy. <laughs> right? Won't even listen to him because he's black. That's why. That's why. That's why. They won't listen to him. How about the other guy he played? Uh, uh, played the Gardner guy. Gardner. Uh, Chris Gardner. Chris Gardner, who started out with nothing and wound up just a multi, multi, multi millionaire. He's not a billionaire, I don't think yet, is he? Chris Gardner. Is he a billionaire? So. I don't think no. he's a billionaire. Why? Because mm -hmm. black people have no chance in this country. <laughs> they have no chance. Uh, so hmm. um, we found that out. And now we're finding out from the University of Kentucky, they're offering uh, four credit courses on taco literacy. This is how good the educational system in the United States of America is becoming. Um now, students can enroll at, at UK, and they're able to garner core curriculum credit by taking a course on taco literacy. Mm. <laughs> I personally believe, and I think you might be mocking that topic, but I personally believe it's incredibly important. No, it's an actual course. It is, it mm. is very important. It uses text, textbooks like Tacopedia and Planet Taco. Yeah, I know. A global history of Mexican food as students explore the history and networks of Mexican and Mexican-American food in the United States. I know. Why are you it's very important. I know that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I know. Well, I'm just I know dummies who may not be aware. It's oh, got okay. to show the struggle that they've had, too, right? right. I mean, it's got to yes. show the struggle that they've had uh, trying to get into this country and sure. teach Americans taco How to literacy. do a taco. Yeah. The College Fix reports that students enrolled in this writing course are expected to focus solely 
on Mexican food. Oh, okay. Through the course, students will meet their community, culture, and citizenship in the USA. Core curriculum requirement. According to the fix, uh, which took information directly from the university's website and uh, course syllabus, required reading in textbooks include Tacopedia, Tortillas, mm -hmm. Cultural History, Planet Taco, a global history of Mexican I mean, I food know. and Taco USA. Why do you keep telling me the books I have? <laughs> no, this is for the dummies. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Uh, you want to talk about how this relates to the election? Because I know a lot of people are focused on that right now. Mm -hmm. um, another reason to vote for Ted Cruz quite clearly is his position on avocado. Uh, it's the right position for America. It's He's correct. Uh, and I'll give you a two right here. Um, I despise avocado. Wow. Is that what he said? I despise avocado. It's the only food uh, I dislike, and I dislike it passionately. Wow. Uh, which is ironic because I'm Cuban, and my dad grew up with avocado trees in his backyard. My whole family eats avocados like crazy, but I can't stand them. Standing up for a principle, Pat, is a, a difficult situation. Uh, doesn't care about what his family's saying, telling him to do. Doesn't care what his culture tells him to do. Doesn't care what people around him tell him to do. He knows that avocados are evil. He knows that they're probably alien eggs. We don't know where they came from. There's mm -hmm. some weird freaking, you know, thing from space that's probably killing everybody. It's probably, mm -hmm. They probably just flip a switch sometime in mm -hmm. aliens, and anyone who's ever eaten an avocado will explode. We know that's probably going to happen. Probably. Um, it's green, mushy nonsense. Mm -hmm. uh, when it touches food, it destroys it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, just, it's awful. And I'm glad that we have at least one candidate in this race. I don't know what Gilmore's position is on avocado. Do you know, Jeffy? Top of your hand. You know I don't. I'm a little disappointed at that, that I don't, yeah. but I'm going to find out. Because, I, I mean, that's a huge issue that he's probably taking. But I look. I don't want to speak for Jim Gilmore, but I will. Okay. And I will say that uh, he does not like avocado. <laughs> uh, You're an official he's, spokesman now? He's okay really? for us. He's okay. You know, there's a couple members of his family that enjoy it, and uh, they have enjoyed uh, avocado uh, well, dips in the past. Well, that's kind of scandalous. But uh, he does not enjoy it. Huh. Stu? All right. Wow. So now we have an official Jim Gilmore spokesperson <laughs> who could actually speak for the campaign on the show. And there, there they are together. Man, he looks like Mike Huckabee, doesn't he? It looks a lot like oh, Huckabee. Oh. No, no, he doesn't look anything like Muck Huck, Mike Huckabee. Muck Mike, Muck, 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 anything Muck like that at all. Do you think there's a little Jeffy there? A I little mean, bit, yeah. Look at the receding hairline. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Although you know, one is a little bit thinner than the other. So, um. Jim's. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? Pat? I don't mean anything. I don't mean anything. I'm curious it. as to what you meant by you referenced well, two people's weights. Which well, you be the you be the judge. Which one is which? Well, you well, you were obviously the judge because you identified one was thinner than the other. So you obviously no, judged for yourself. I was being told in my in my headset that some one of them was. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody I, said to me. That, I didn't hear that. Well, there is one difference. One is thinner than the other. <laughs> So and you just so, repeat things that come into so your I just, headphones. I just repeated it. <laughs> I'm not sure which one they were talking about. Ah, that's weird, Jeffy. I don't even know who said it. It would be interesting if you remember that tomorrow uh, when we uh, discuss this uh, important topic about uh, you. and. I mean, yeah, looks, you go I mean, ahead and remember that because I, I didn't say anything about him. This is what he does. This I is, didn't say anything about him. This is what he does every other time, and it shows it's not real. And this is, it's all nonsense. No. He, this is what he does every Oh, I didn't mean it that way. This is what's going to happen. Are you ready for it? You want it again, <laughs> Jeffy? Is this what you want again? <laughs> You'll see. I didn't say anything about Jeffy. 
I just said oh, one of those people. Right. Which one? Was thinner than so, the other. So you're saying Jim Gilmore is thinner than one. Jeffy. Look you're at, you're advocating look, that Jim Gilmore is thinner I, than I Jeffy. I think I said you be the judge. Right. And which uh, what so did you judge? Stuber gear. Since you're so interested in it, you be the judge. You tell me which now, one is thinner. The issue here is what you believe. I, I can tell you right now. Don't what I have any opinion on it. Okay, how about this? I believe Jim Gilmore is thinner. What do you think, Pat? Do you I don't agree have or disagree? Any opinion on it? <laughs> you, that's not true. You said no. I told you was I was thinner. repeating something I heard in my ear. See? It happens. <laughs> I hope you're ready for this. I hope you like this world, Jeffy. I All hope right. you like it. I didn't start this world. <laughs> also, a Senate report has found that illegals benefited from $750 million in Obamacare subsidies. No, no, actually, uh, you misread that, Pat, just so you know. Um, in Obamacare, it specifically says that illegal immigrants cannot benefit from Obamacare. Right, so, and you, yet Pat. a Senate report has said that illegals benefited from almost a billion dollars worth of Obamacare subsidies. You, keep, you were repeating it the same mm -hmm. way. The, the, the distinction here that you're missing mm -hmm. is that Obamacare has a, a, a specific clause, right. uh, and it says that it, illegal immigrants cannot benefit from Obamacare. Right. So what you meant to say is that zero dollars went to illegal immigrants because well, of the blocking call. And that's exactly that. right, except for the three quarters of a billion dollars they benefited from with subsidies from Obamacare. <laughs> so, but just the three, but quarters, just of the of three quarters of a billion. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The report produced by Republicans on the Senate Homeland uh, Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, which is one of my favorite committees it's my in fourth all favorite. committee land. Fourth favorite fourth? committee for me, yeah. Uh, I'd give it top ten. I'm not sure it's top five. Really? Uh, they examined Affordable Care Act tax credits meant to defray the cost of insurance premiums. It found that as of June 2015, the administration awarded approximately three-quarters of a billion in tax credits on behalf of individuals who were later determined to be ineligible because they failed to verify their citizenship. They got all that money back. Status that was what, see, that's what he's, he didn't throw in before. No, they did not. What happens is money. once they find out they're illegal immigrants, they go back and say, hey, we gave you all this free money. You're going to need yeah. to repay that, right? Except for that. No. Except for none of that. Yes, you're exactly right. Except for none of what you just said. It's true. The review found <laughs> hey, that's that the a uh, significant difference. credits went to more than half a million people who are illegal immigrants or whose legal status was unclear due to insufficient records. Hmm. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services confirmed Fox News on Monday that 471,000 customers with 2015 coverage failed to produce proper documentation. See, this is what happens. I mean, they, they make these laws. They have these clauses in the laws. Nobody pays attention to them. And it just gets ignored, and we wind up uh, paying through the nose for it every single time. But don't worry about it. Some what? have said that, uh, you know, you should... Uh, I don't know. Pass a bill before we know what's in a bit. What's in it? Really, right. it should be the other way around. I think. Right. I mean, I don't know. Should that find out what's in it and then pass it. Uh, that sounds weird. No, I, I don't, don't get that at all. Okay. What, what are you says, talking about? It feels wrong. Is that one of those dumb Gilmore things? Oh God! Is that, see, is that what he's up to? Jeez. Oh, hey, everybody, sucks. read the bill. Is that what Jim? he's up to? I get a kick out of these people who say, "Read the bill." <laughs> read the bill. Right. Um. By the way, the Obama budget, according to Free Beacon, the Washington Free Beacon would add another $9.3 trillion to the debt. I that's wouldn't it? worry about that. Just $9.3 trillion. <laughs> that's, that's all. Okay. You're saying it's not a dime over $9.3 trillion? Not a, well, it might be a dime over $9.3 okay, trillion. That's right around $9.3 because I was like, wait a minute, that's too good to be true. You know, sometimes you got to call him out because he's like, oh, it's only going to add nine point three trillion. I'm like, come on, there's, it's got to be more than that. Right. And now you're finding out that it is going to be a couple dollars over that. Sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> but don't worry about it. Well, I mean, I don't think I it's mean, a big deal. So what? You know, I mean, what? So what? Whatever. I mean, you throw a couple, $750 million go to illegal immigrants. So what? So? So what? When you're talking about $9.3 trillion, that's hardly anything. You know, seven. think of that. $750 million, that's nothing when you're talking about $9.3 trillion. Right. Give it to them. Give them a, in fact, give, give $750 million to every illegal immigrant. Yeah. That's, that's my policy. It's like a penny to us. Yeah, it's nothing. So, right? I want, you, I want you to stop your You need whining. $750 million? I just want to go on record as saying I am an illegal alien. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. And uh, I've been in this country now for... Uh, uh, long the longer the better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the longer the better. 48 years. Yes. Breaking the law for 40... Jeffy Fisher, breaking the law... For 48 years. And I just uh, want to say, no. uh, so we, everyone is clear, uh, no human is illegal. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, Thank except for you Jeff, for saying it. Obviously. Okay, obviously. Yeah. Je- you're the exception of that one, Jeff. Illegal aliens. Was that, are, that, wasn't that meaningful, though? Like, it was. No human is, is illegal. Didn't that feel like... No, pro- I, I got it. I got what pro- you were trying to... Did that feel profound to you guys? Because it felt profound to me. It did feel profound. No human is illegal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Illegal aliens, that's an artificial construct. Yes. Right? Yeah. Am I right? Who's with me on that? Who's, Jeffy, are you with us on that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like that no, one. No, you didn't like Better that. not talk about that. Mm-hmm. No more talking about Jeffy's immigration status. All right. <sighs> we will tell, t- tell you about uh, something else, though. Oh, we will? Yeah. How uh, about solar like, energy? Yes. Um, it, would it be from a company called Go? Yes. That's a good idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, it's very affordable. And uh, what I mean by affordable is zero. Uh, it's, it's, they don't charge you up front, which Wait, is what? kind of a big deal with solar because they used to charge you like $10,000 or more yeah. to stick these things on your on your roof. And then you'd be like, hey, I've got mm-hmm. solar panels on my roof, but I just, you know, it's going to take about five lifetimes to pay off the cost of right. them um, with the savings. Uh, well, that's not the issue with Go. And most solar companies still do that, but not Go. And so not only do you pay $0 up front, but you also save 20 to 30% on what you're currently paying to power your house. Over 60,000 satisfied customers are now enjoying the benefits of Go. They have the best warranty in the industry. And they're one of the biggest residential solar companies in America, yeah. as a matter of fact. 60 local offices, so you don't have to worry about maintenance and customer service and all that stuff. Find out if Go is available in your area. How? How would I do that? I mean, I don't know. That's a very well-timed question. I don't know question. who to call or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you should go to gosolarwiththeblaze.com. You can mm. power your home affordably with gosolarwiththeblaze.com. The website and address, one more time, when you type these word letters in, you're going to get to the address. Mm. Gosolarwiththeblaze.com. Go okay. Of course, uh, I guess probably for forever, it will probably be known as the Jim Gilmore Endorsement Day. Uh, Jeff Fisher uh, Mm -hmm. giving us the second presidential endorsement of this campaign cycle from this program. I didn't want to do it. I thought it was was necessary. Yeah, well. You felt really passionately about that. I didn't want to do it, but it was necessary. Mm -hmm. All I kept hearing, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, okay, I got it. Ted Cruz should be president. No. Let me ask you something. Have you ever endorsed a candidate before? No, never. I never. Wow. You know, I man, look. <laughs> for a lot of years, <laughs> for a lot of years, nobody wanted. Nobody it. wanted it. Really? Yeah. Right. What? But, and now uh, they desperately and now they, want. Now that they come back, just yeah. 
Yeah. You has, say no to Drew a lot of candidates. Has Jim asked repeatedly <laughs> for your endorsement? Has he been seeking it? Well, by following me on Twitter, that's what he did. Yeah. He, he wanted my endorsement. So he asked it's sort of a tacit ask. He, he followed then. me on Twitter, and I said, oh, man, that means he needs my endorsement. And I will. <laughs> wait, so, wait, so he didn't ask you for your endorsement No, on by Twitter. following me on Twitter, he did. Okay. He didn't actually ask you for the endorsement. He just followed you. By following me on Twitter, he... Okay, this is falling it was a, a little bit. It was a tacit ask, if you will. Mm. I don't know so if I would I describe that it that way. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So uh, if he were to say, for example, that he did not want your endorsement, which is, I would say possible. I'm just going to throw it out there. There's a possibility today. Mm -hmm. What no, would you do? That would hurt. That would hurt. Mm -hmm. hurt to, to well, as, as passionate as you, you gonna, are. Are you going to pull out a Jim Gilmore tweet that says, hey, Jeffy, stop it. I don't want your endorsement. <laughs> no, but I am going to try to get that tweet to happen. Uh, I, I do have a question because I have heard many times uh, people refer to Jim Gilmore as the Jeffy of candidates. And, uh, yeah, that has been done. Although mm -hmm. I think that got started, I don't know, from you. <laughs> It may have been me. I, I just said I heard it. I didn't say where I heard it. <laughs> this is a good. This is a big day for you, Jeffy. This is the day you 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 cross into the area. Of, you know, you're just a big player in politics now. You know. I just want to say, look, Megan, I'm available if you need me. Okay. Wait for what? Well, you know, we'll do the show. We'll talk about my endorsement. Oh, okay. I didn't think that's where you were going. Um, all right. So uh, let's. Uh, Why wouldn't I? <laughs> just don't. I don't she trust already you. knows the other. Well, yeah, and believe me, she in legal documents, she's pointed it out many <laughs> times. Um, I thought this was interesting. We didn't even talk about this today. It shows um, how much stuff is going on. But the Supreme Court uh, put a, a delay on the Obama um, global warming laws. Right. Um, this is a big deal. U.S. Supreme Court uh, Tuesday delivered a major blow to President Barack Obama by blocking federal regulations to curb mm. carbon dioxide emissions from power plants, the centerpiece of his administration's strategy to combat climate change. Now... This is one of those things that Obama ran saying he was going to give you cap and trade, that he was going to destroy the coal industry. Um, and a lot of those things he hasn't been able to get done because he hasn't had any congressional support. So he just decided to do it on his own mm -hmm. um, and put all these new regulations in through the EPA, the extreme EPA run by Lisa Jackson, a person praised uh, endlessly uh, by Donald Trump, by the way, in case you were interested in that. Loved Lisa Jackson. Wonderful person. Really smart. Great hire. Great appointment. Um, but uh, that's a little bit of an aside to this particular story. Uh, the 5-4 vote, it was a court granted a request made by 27 states and various companies and business groups to block the clean po uh, power plan. Move means the regulations will not be effect uh, while litigation continues through. Um, so basically, a lower court had said, yeah, they can put it into effect anyway, even if the courts haven't ruled on it. The Supreme Court came step in, stepped in and said, wait a minute, no. We're not going to make all these people spend hundreds of billions of dollars retrofitting things and changing the way they could produce power, and then it gets up to the Supreme Court and we say it's not legal. That was the first decent thing the Supreme yeah. Court's done in a long time. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean that, that's a good decision. Uh, we'll see if that holds up, you know, yeah. after they actually hear the case. Right, but this is, I mean, it makes a lot of sense that you don't force these states and power companies to do all yeah, these things and spend be all this money. Ludicrous. Because afterwards, even if it's deemed unconstitutional, they would just say, well, it's already in place now anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, so it's a, uh, finally a good ruling from the Supreme Court. We'll see if it holds up. Also, according to 24-7 uh, Wall Street, a uh, 99-cent gas tax may be on the way. The International 
energy. Uh, oh, oh, the internet. Uh, a ninety-nine cent gas, maybe on the way, not a gas tax. That would be a big. Well, that's better. That's a big difference. That's better. Yes. Uh, the International Energy Agency, the IEA, uh, February oil market report will put more downward pressure on crude prices. Just as the price of a uh, gallon of gas in some parts of the United States drops to just above a dollar ten a gallon. This is unbelievable. I mean, we're not experiencing that in Texas. Where is no. this happening? But I saw one forty something the other day. I mean, yeah, it's low. Yeah, I'm at one thirty nine, one thirty eight, yeah. something like that. Jeffy, where Jeffy is, is the usually the lowest area. I mean, and obviously that's because of the depressed real estate because of him being there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a dollar. <laughs> he actually affects the oil markets. Mm -hmm. um, people don't realize that. Like if he's near a particular area, mm -hmm. all the housing costs. Like if he drop. were to move to California, it would uh, it would kill the housing market. Yeah. There. Like what I say, what yeah. I would say to Jeffy is, you should you, st you should first of all stop working here. I'm sorry, Pat. I didn't catch that what, the, that last comment. <laughs> That's your comment I, with Pat. I, it was Stu. You were talking about this was a fatness issue. I didn't say anything about that. I just said if you were to move to California, okay. I just want to be clear. I it would drop the housing prices. Is that a fat remark? No. I didn't. I didn't say anything about fat. Okay. I don't know why you were right. pointing it out. Um, but uh, so we always say to you, Jeffy, that it would be great if you if you were to leave. And um, I mean, California <laughs> may also. <laughs> What's that? <man? laughs> Tell me that the word next word out of your mouth was not capsized. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say it might it might also break off from the continental United States and fall into the ocean. <laughs> Why would it do that though? Well, they're Why I mean they're expecting a huge earthquake at some point. And it would be tragic if that coincided with Jeffy's arrival there. Oh, yeah. Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> That's yeah. what I was going to say. Because yeah. cuz earthquake yeah. Jeffy, you walking on a piece of land and an earthquake happening is not a, it's not that's it's not a, a total coincidence. That's a total coincidence. You know, like a coincidence. Like a, it would right, coincide. No, I got it. Yes. So, it would be right, a coincidence. coincidence. So here's my point, though, Jeffy. If you right. work the markets a little bit, right? You <laughs> let's say you good. go to let's say you go to Still a person. No, this is good. This is oh, a good okay. one. This, I think you like this one. This is actually mm -hmm. a good Jeffy plan. So let's say you go. There's someone who wants to buy a million dollar house, right? Um, and they're trying to figure out how to do it. So what they do is they give you the down payment for a million-dollar house. You move into the neighborhood, depress all the real estate, uh -huh. sit down to like $50,000 houses now. <laughs> then someone else comes in, buys them all up, and you move out, and they go back up to a million, and then you guys share the profits. I love that idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. Right? That's, right? A good, that's, pretty that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. That's the sort of thing Gilmore can get done for you. He's <laughs> president. So anyway, uh, prices, so. prices are moving swiftly to below $1. <laughs> a price that we last saw in the United States. Get this. December of 1993. Wow. Oh, my gosh. December. That's not inflation adjusted, right? 1993. No. That's actual price. Oh, my God. Uh, the so new IEA reports authors uh, wrote, having peaked at a five-year high of 1.6 million barrels per day. In 2015, global oil demand growth is forecast to ease back considerably this coming year in 2016 uh, because of slowdowns in Europe, China, and the U.S. Crude trades at $30 a barrel now, and the forecast of $20 have become more likely um, so that mostly agrees with uh, AAA and experts all over the place are saying 
under a dollar a gallon. That yeah. would be that would be unbelievable. I don't think this bottle bottoms out until like eighteen to twenty two dollars somewhere in there, because it's been going down and down and down and down. And there's been a lot of people who <clears throat> came out early. Uh, I think it was J.P. Morgan Chase. I think it was that came out pretty early and said. Um, uh, eight, uh, twenty dollar barrel oil, and it was like crazy at the time. Right. Yeah. And it feels like I there occasionally you'll hear someone say it goes lower than that, but for the most part, it's twenty dollars has been that like floor that no one even is predicting it goes below. I feel like it's going to yeah. get in that general vicinity, and then you know I, I'm not going to it's not going to shoot back up right away, but uh, I think that's going to be around the bottom of it. It's it's, it's pretty crazy, and it's you but know good, it's a mix. It's mixed. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's it's fun to get to the gas pump and pay half of what we were paying before. It's not fun when you see oil companies going out of business. I mean, I guess it is for Democrats; they seem to love it. Right. And of course, the esteemed senator from Illinois, Dick Durbin, yeah, uh, took the opportunity on uh, Friday, this past Friday, in his press conference, which uh, we're just now getting uh, the the release of. He uh, said, hey, two weeks ago, I paid one fifty-one a gallon in downstate Illinois. We're obviously missing the boat. We need to add, we need to increase the gas tax. It's not great. Uh, the it's Democrats, always the answer. Mm-hmm. Always the answer. <laughs> hey, they're paying a low price now, so they won't mind paying more. Wait, what? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> and who does that hurt the most? Poor people. That doesn't yep. hurt Glenn Beck the most. It doesn't hurt us the most. It hurts the poor the most. When you say us, you mean me and you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then by poor, I was saying Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents Stu coming up. You found your loophole. Well, yeah, no, you can't. You, you found can't your help loophole. It. You well, can't help it. It took you this show to find the loophole. Well, there's no okay. loophole there. I mean, you I complain know. about it all the time. No, no, How poor no. you are. No, no, no. Happen to like you double white. <laughs> Back from uh, Mental Floss. We have a few authors who uh, hated the movie version of their books. And of course, starts right at the top with one you probably know about since the movie came out, uh, and that's PJ Travers with Mary Poppins. Uh, she did not. Uh, have you seen, oh, was it the called Tom Saving, uh, yeah. Saving Mr. Banks? Mr. Banks? Yeah. yeah. That was really good. I, I liked it a I lot. Did, too. did you not yeah, see it? I liked it. Yeah, you it liked good. it? Mm hmm. Uh, Disney's Mary Poppins is a cherished childhood memory for a lot of us, but uh, for author P.J. Travers, or P.L. Travers? Yeah, P.L. Travers. It was a complete slap in the face. Despite having script approval, uh, Travers' edits were largely (laughs) disregarded. Uh, Travers loathed the movie's animated sequences and was perturbed that Mary Poppins' strict side was downplayed. I mean, that's what Disney does, right? Disney... They, there's there's a word Disneyfied for a reason. When you Disneyfy something, you make it less, you know, tra- traumatic to children. That's what they do with absolutely everything they ever do. Um, anyway, after some heated meetings, Travers reluctantly approved. She would have been shunned uh, from the star-studded premiere had she not shamed a Disney exec into an invite. 65-year-old Travers spent most of the movie crying and ultimately refused to let Disney touch the rest of the series. So I, I guess they wanted to do more Mary Poppins, and sh- she wouldn't let them. Mm. By the way, do you know um, 
Vice, the website, you know, Vice. Um, they have the show as well. They yeah. have the cable network. Uh, Disney just invested $200 million in device. Wow. $200 million. Now, the, the, wow. the Disneyfying aspect of that is interesting because Vice is, oh, I mean, you know, their content can be very hardcore in yeah. that, like, you know, dr- doing drugs and, and, and murder and, you know, sex and all those things that you would not associate with Disney. Um, but, uh, yeah, $200 hmm. million in Vice Media. It's kind of amazing. It's amazing. I guess they're going to be launching some sort of a cable network or something. Hmm. So, anyway. Um, then you've got uh, Stephen King, um, who's uh, nuts uh, and also mm-hmm. a douche. He should mm-hmm. be in the douche hall of fame. He really should. Uh, he's one he's, of those guys that he hasn't done anything. We need to anything. see to that sometime. He hasn't done anything in a while, like, necessarily. But when he does, it's really douchey, though. It's really it's, douchey. You know, that's, mm-hmm. He's just one of those guys that's few and far between. But, yeah. man, when he does, it just... Stabs you right in the heart. Right. Like, like when he essentially called the troops stupid. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. But yeah. He does it. Like, it's only every couple of years that he does something like that. Mm. Um, he said he, uh, but The Shining, uh, which is, you know, it's a classic, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, for a horror movie. You ever seen that, Pat? You ever see a TV version of that mm-hmm. movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really boring at times. Like, it's, yeah, it's I very didn't like slow. it that much. Did yeah. not like it. Yeah, it's and very I, slow. I didn't know if it was because it was watered down for TV. Or if it was just not that great a movie. There's not a uh, lot to I didn't edit, like it that much. to be perfectly honest. Well, I was wondering. I don't think there is really. Yeah, is. I mean, it's not like a particularly gory movie or anything. Um, uh, it's just very long and eerie and like and mm-hmm. Kubrick, right? I mean, it's, it's what he does. It's, it's, in a, it's in a hotel, and it's kind of a creepy setting because yeah. it's in a hotel. But they're by themselves. I yeah. always felt like, who's the girl? Who's the wife in that movie? You know, off the top of your head, Jeffy? Who plays the wife? Is it the woman who played uh, Popeye's girlfriend? Right? Yes. That's who it is, yeah. right? Yes. It uh, is. I forget her name, though. But, um, olive oil. Olive, yeah, no, olive oil. Mean, Shelley Duvall. In real life. <laughs> Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Shelley Duvall, to me, is so distracting in that movie. I don't know what it is. Like, she's just like... She's a weird choice. She is a weird choice. Weird choice. Like, I, look, I, 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 don't know. I don't know much of her work. Maybe she's an amazing actress. But, like, in that movie, she just isn't good. Like, he's good. Mm-hmm. And the kid isn't really good either. And it's like really two of the three people and the guy who attends the hotel isn't really good. I mean, really, mm-hmm. almost everyone in the movie is awful. Yeah. In that, and the only one who's good is, that, is, is Jack Nicholson. Um, anyway, um, uh, Stephen King didn't like that movie uh, either, apparently. He said, I admired Kubrick for a long time, had great expectations for the project, but I was deeply disappointed in the end result. Kubrick just couldn't grasp the sheer inhuman evil of the Overlook Hotel. So he looked instead for evil in the characters and made the film into a domestic tragedy with mm. only vaguely supernatural overtones. That was the basic flaw, because he couldn't believe, he couldn't make the film believable to others. Hmm. Wow. Because that is what it is. It that's g- an interesting assessment of it, and I think that's really accurate, actually. Yeah. In that, I didn't read the book, but I, I've heard that the book is you know, a, a different sort of feel. And it must have been a lot better than the movie. And there... It, the hotel wasn't as creepy as it was as it should have been, and and so he made Jack Nicholson the big, the creepy guy, the evil guy. Yeah, they, they say though that, Jack, that he didn't like Nicholson's performance either. Um, mm. he, he says uh, it was clear, it was supposed to be clear that Jack Torrance, um, which is Nicholson's character, of course, in the movie, wasn't crazy until he got to the hotel and felt that Nicholson made the character crazy from the start. Which I don't think so at all. And yeah, the I don't remember of that movie, well he was enough to likeable comment on that. Kind of at was the he? beginning. Yeah, he was like a likable dad kind of at the beginning. Yes, yeah, I guess he was. I, mean, I don't even remember much. I got a... No, 
Wait, is this a movie you haven't seen? No, I have seen okay. it. I just don't remember the the beginning of it. You know, I, yeah. I well, it's a lot of drugs over a lot of years, Jeffy. You know? yeah, yeah, a lot of drugs true. while I was watching the movie. <laughs> I, 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 that's one of those movies you should be on drugs for. I'll be honest. That's, it's kind that's of probably really good on drugs. Stephen King movies are like that, though, right? He's never happy with any of his mo- yeah. other movies. It's hard to make movies out of his books, apparently, because they never work. I mean, name a good Stephen King movie. I love. That, Shawshank is I, different, though. That's yeah, not a that's horror a, movie. Yeah, Pet Cemetery I loved when I was a kid, but it, watching it back, I bet that wouldn't translate. I've never translate. seen it, but uh, like um, Christine, Carrie, right? Carrie, 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 Carrie was, was, was Cujo. Carrie was creepy. Cujo, no, it, no, no. it was, was, was turned a, out so stupid, so stupid. So stupid. Uh, Under the Dome, I've, heard, I've never seen, but I've I kind of Under weird the Dome idea. is okay. It's okay. The Stand okay. was a good uh, made-for-TV. Oh, the Stand was okay. pretty good. Uh, yeah. Wait, wasn't uh, what was the movie where the kids are walking on the railroad tracks the whole time? Oh yeah, Stand by Me. Stand by Me. That's him. Isn't but it? again, that's different not a horror too. movie. Yeah, but that was different. that was good. His yes, non-horror movie translates movie stands up. or books translate a little Green, better. It seems like uh, they're telling me the Green Mile was him too. Which oh was right, very right. Good. But again, not a horror movie. Not horror. Um, you know, it could also be that just Stephen King isn't actually good at this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it could just be that. Yes, it could. It's just, maybe it's yes, not it every could. director on Earth's uh, problem. Right. Maybe right. it is. Um, Misery right. was very good. I will say that. And that was a hard right. movie. Misery was very good. But that was Kathy Bates, man. I mean, she made that movie. She was fantastic in that. Yeah. But that was very good. Very good. Mm. Um, also, Winston Groom was not happy with Forrest Gump. How what? can you not what? be happy with Forrest Gump? That was a brilliant movie. Yes. I absolutely loved Forrest Gump. Yes. And that if Winston Groom can take a hike, that movie would not be anything with if it wasn't made the way it was made. Right. Oh, it was a great. It was he good. says, unhappy, oh, unhappy with the way Hollywood treated Forrest Gump by omitting plot points and sanitizing some of the language and sex. Author Winston Groom uh, started its sequel with the lines, don't never let nobody make a movie of your life story. And whether they get it right or wrong, it don't matter. You can't blame Groom for being mad. He sued for the 3% net profits his contract promised him. Which he hadn't received because producers claimed that by the time they took out production costs oh and advertising and promotional, the movie didn't turn a profit. No wonder he's pissed. Where's and Lee's not here. And Lee's who who works here on the show and she's worked in the movie industry a lot and just t- told us about these accounting scams. They, they wow. do it all the time. It's so bad. Come on, really Forrest really Gump bad. made a fortune. Yes. My favorite up. story is uh, James Gardner, right, with the Rockford Files. He they, he sued yeah. and got all that money for that because he was supposed to be have all the profits in that movie you know hundred years ago and uh, they, they kept saying no nope, Jim no no we never don't make a profit don't make a profit don't make a profit and they had you know two books one book was mm-hmm. uh, every time the mm-hmm. car every time he damaged the car that was a new car cost mm-hmm. you know but the real cost was just fixing the car mm. so they never made a profit for years and Jim's like uh, you owe me a lot of money. And he got it. And oh, wow. he won that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and Forrest Gump, too. Like, there's already too much in that movie. I mean, there's already too many things happening. Like, it's there's like 9,000 scenes. It's three hours, it's three, isn't it? I don't know if it's... Yeah, it's pretty long. Two and a half, three But it's hours. also like... You know, like, he meets great. every famous person from, right, like, 1950 to, ni- yeah. to, like, 2000. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's really dense. Well done. Oh, really good. good. It, I love that movie. It's one of those movies that, uh, like, I don't know, it comes on. And even though I don't consider myself a big fan of it, you know, I like it, but uh, mm-hmm. every time it's on, I kind of just you kind of have on. to watch it. Just it's so, one of those yeah. movies that can be on, though, and you can yep. just you can do some other things and still catch where you're at. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jenny, by the way, is awful. 
She's I mean, a terrible oh. human being for 99% of that movie. She, I mean, she screws him over she so is. many times. This poor guy. He gets screwed over over and over and over and over again. Yeah, during her, her wild early years. Yeah, yeah. every time yeah. until the last time. But she winds up, you know. She winds up giving it up eventually. Yeah. And that's a triumphant scene. Forrest gets some. That's good. Yeah, he gets some, and then he gets age from her. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the part. That, that's the sequel. <laughs> All right. Um, how about uh, American Psycho? I assume you didn't see that one, Pat. No, um, I did not. Uh, the uh, from author, Brett, Brett Easton Ellis. Yes, uh, no. said. I uh, said the um, should the movie should have never happened. It was a book I didn't think needed to be turned really? into a movie. I think the problem with American Psycho is that it was conceived as a novel, a literary work, and was very unreliable narr- uh, narr- uh, narrator at the center of it. And uh, the medium of the film deserves answers. It demands answers. I mean, this is one of these. That's what I've always said about it. It demands answers. Well, you have that bumper (laughs) sticker. I do. Medium of film demands answers. It demands answers. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see that later today. You can pretty much count on that. (laughs) I don't know know who's putting together the Pat bumper sticker collections. I love them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, every time I see one, I always send it to Pat. I'm so excited (laughs) about it. Like, photoshopping all the bumper stickers we say Pat has on Uh his car. We'll have to to send it on the People remember the, I mean, way back that we've said. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) Uh, Also, Richard Matheson for I Am Legend. He didn't didn't like that movie. He was annoyed with the adaptation of his book, I Am Legend. Since 1964, he's never liked any of them. The first one was The Last Man on Earth, starred Vince, Vincent Price. Don't think I've seen that one. Uh, I was disappointed in Last Man on Earth, even though they more or less followed my story. I think Vincent Price, whom I love, and every one of his uh, pictures that I wrote, was miscast. I also felt the direction was kind of poor. Another version, Omega Man, which I, uh, I like that one. Uh, the Omega Man was so removed from the book that it didn't even bother me. Matheson uh, said, when I'm legend... When I Am Legend starring Will Smith was announced, he commented, I don't know why Hollywood is fascinated by my book when they never care to film it as I wrote it. The most recent adaptation, by the way, completely changed uh, Matheson's ending because it didn't test well with audiences. Mm. I like that movie, too. Uh, I Am Legend. Legend was pretty good. Yeah, it's the one. Doesn't Will Smith, he dies, right, at the end? I don't remember. Well, he does. I'm I think not writing the movie for he, anyone. He he gets with a girl at the end, yeah. and her son, I think. That was Forrest Gump. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's do. Yeah, let's do these uh, Valentines before we go to break, and we'll have a short break. All on right. Side. Let's do. Um, these are the weird and wacky vintage Valentines we promised you on our okay. Facebook page uh, yesterday. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is uh, we have what fourteen of them or something. I'll never be false to you, Valentine. So these are false teeth. It's kind of a creep. That's gross. Who wants to hold false teeth? Uh, next up, mm-hmm. be my Valentine with a scary looking clown. Okay, tripping. He's like a cop clown or it something. Looks like he's gonna, it looks like That's the type of person weird. that would kill you. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we also have, I'm out hunting for a Valentine. Are you game? Uh, so, kid with a gun. Yeah. You're going to get shot and the That's kid has a, a gun. That's a violent theme. I don't enjoy that at all. Uh, Valentine, greetings. My, I, uh, my heart, I serve to you. So he's taken his heart out of his chest, and will now give it to someone else, kind of Van Gogh style. Mm-hmm. Creepy, if you will. Uh, you're sweet enough to eat my Valentine, and I think, uh, you're, I think those are two separate sentences. You're sweet enough to eat my Valentine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. I still don't get it. <laughs> uh, I'll veal. 
so happy if you'll be my Valentine. Aww, and then it's a little veal. So cute. It's a little calf. Hey, hey, that's the one. They murdered that for your mm -hmm. Parmesan. Mm -hmm. like, that's why that's Is that bad. a bullet head in the... <laughs> It does look like that. Uh, baby, I love you. Now, will you be my Valentine? It's a, a cave guy clubbing a woman over the head. A topless woman. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, all right. A little side boob action there. Uh, don't like to grill. Don't like to grill you, but whose Valentine are you? And it's a hot dog sitting on a grill. Oh, that's so cute. All right. Okay. Adorable. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then we have be my Valentine. I've been at large quite long enough. I'm tired of being free. Please, my dear, snap on the cuff and chain me close to thee. That's beautiful. Creepy? You bet. That sounds like a Jeffy sort of yeah. uh, scenario. Nice, being cute. Snap uh, on the cuff. Would you be surprised if Jeffy had given all of these to <laughs> No. Uh, a couple of them are familiar. It's no accident, me liking you, Valentine. So this is this is good because she's running over a person. <laughs> uh, and that shows love. Right? See, that's an accident, though. He didn't it's mean no to. It show, you show how he much you care when you, you're going to go to the extents of running down a person. Don't be gross. Gas. Who is it? Who it is. Don't be cross. Gas. Who is it? it? Is. No, who it is. Who it is. Yeah, instead of guess, guess, who, it guess who it is, it's oh, guess, who, guess it is. who it is. But Wow, he, uh, I just did not get that one. I'm sorry. Don't be cross. I still don't guess get it. Guess who it is. I, well, I think maybe I she's like having it. a gas That's problem. That's a stupid one. I'd tear that one up. Okay. Don't be cross. Red cross. <laughs> she's carrying the red cross. Little nurse thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm screwy when I screw to nice you. Like a so, barber pole and a pigtail okay. toe. Creepy. Uh, yeah, it's a little yeah, weird. And he doesn't seem to have pants on. And the point is, will you be my Valentine, or I'll <laughs> nail you yet, my Valentine. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay. All right. <laughs> That's definitely a Jeffy one. All right. All right. And let's come to the point, be my Valentine, which it seems to be Holding a knife? Knife in the throat? That's great. Mm. Okay. Good. Jeffy, your mm. thoughts. <laughs> all appropriate, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's all, all right. about love and being someone's Valentine. Or coming up in a sec. Triple eight seven two seven Beck Pat and Stu. I I saw a quick glimpse of uh, this commercial the other day, uh, and got kind of excited about it because there's a new movie coming out, a new Jason Bourne movie, uh, which looks pretty good. Here's a quick look at it. You know his name. My God, that's Jason Bourne. Why would it come back now? I know who I am. I remember everything. Remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything. The world is at war. We need the perfect weapon. Mm. Wow. That looks, I mean, no plot really at all uh, to speak of that we know of there. No. I mean, I'm sure there is one in the movie, but you can't really tell what it is. He just comes back. I thought that didn't they put someone else in that movie already? Yes, they did. 
Yeah. They, they bailed on that whole thing. I guess so. <laughs> I guess like, so. Wow, that was a mistake. And then just moving <laughs> on. And it was. No, he wasn't playing yeah. Jason Bourne, but he, it, no. they tried to extend the series with a different actor. Right. right. I don't, right. I, I don't, don't I think that see. worked out very well. Apparently not. So now they're trying this. It's like uh, when Jeffy fills it for us. No. Yeah.